everybody. This is Issa Cosette, and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we're so glad you're here. And this week, we have a very special guest. We have Momi Natu here with us, joining from Senegal. And once again, Yay. I'm so happy to reconnect with you because the last time we saw each other was in Puerto Rico when you lived here. In Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Oh. So yes, Natu is a great, not only just person, spirit, writer, creator, yogi, just amazing woman. Tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you're doing and who you are. Hi, thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Natu. I want to say that I'm something like this whole thing, but <laughs> I truly am the jack of all trades. I consider myself mostly a being, but I'm a yoga instructor, I'm a writer, um, I'm a digital brand strategist. And yeah, I just, I do some consulting work. So I'm a little bit all over the place, but I mostly like to consider myself a free spirit, just traveling the world and learning every single day and using this, the globe as a school for me. It's learning through life. I love that learning through life. I feel like where, when we met, you know, we are both, not like beginning our journey, but just kind of really getting our footing and realizing, okay, like, where do we go from here? For so sure. When do you think your journey of healing began? The journey of healing is so, it has so many different lanes, but right, this, the destination is the same. But I honestly would say that it began when I was like 17 or 18 and I went to my first yoga teacher training. And I realized that something was wrong and that I wasn't happy. And I was looking around and I was feeling like, damn, you bitches got a lot of serotonin. <laughs> like, like, how are you doing this? Then when I was about 19 or 20, I went to Costa Rica and that was my first international trip. And about a year later after that, I decided to live in Puerto Rico and I stayed there. And that was honestly the beginning. And that was what, six or seven years ago, I started this journey towards healing. I appreciate everything that has like shaped me and molded me, but I do, I'm so grateful for being able to leave and that transformation. So as you left, right, mm -hmm. how did, you know, yoga, one, help you connect to who you are, but you realize that leaving home was like really good for you. For me, I knew that who I was in that time was not who I wanted to be. It wasn't what I, it, I just, I was so tired of, performing and subjectifying myself to not only beauty standards that I didn't fit in America, um, a life that wasn't fulfilling. I wasn't moving in the direction that I wanted to move in. And, and, and I felt like from the way that I grew up that my options were very limited. And so I just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take a risk. I have absolutely nothing to lose. I was already living on my own. I, it wasn't like a tradition, like people, that's the thing, that's what I wanted to say whenever we were talking about just being Liberian women and being African women, but feeling as if we belong to different parts of the world and having that adaptability, because I'm kind of like, I didn't grow up in an African way. You, if you hear this and you hear a Liberian girl saying that, like a Liberian and Senegalese girl saying she moved out of the house and left the country, you're like, oh my God, what were your parents saying? But I was already in an environment where I was living on my own already. So like, I literally called my parents and I was like, hey, um, I'm going to fly to Costa Rica tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all want to say bye? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like literally, it was like I when I come on, like you know, this is happening. You you must pray because you like it or you love it, baby. You tell me. So I was, I was ready. I was ready. And and the thing is, is I'm have I'm talking about this in retrospect because I and I've put into perspective. But to be honest with you, at the time, I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that how I was feeling in the position that I was in didn't feel good, and I wanted to do something that felt good. I went to Costa Rica, met amazing people, saw young people that were traveling and that like were free. And I was like, I want that. And Puerto Rico happened because I was like really tight with this girl. She was half Puerto Rican and she wanted to go and like explore her roots. We were supposed to say three months and then I was supposed to backpack through Croatia. That three months turned into two years. It turned into me getting a really dope marketing job. You remember moving into that penthouse. <laughs> like the finesse. The finesse when you move in your purpose, right? Like, you come and Oh you're my young. God, say that. You understand? When you literally just say yes to yourself and literally walk, it just like everything aligns and you, you almost wonder like, what took me so long? Right. And it's going to sound crazy to people because when you're living on this, everyone wants to be on this straight path, right? So you try to tell people, hey guys, so guess what? I'm moving to Puerto Rico. Guess what? I'm dropping out of Colombia. And yeah, I'm really happy. They're like, you're dropping out of Colombia? You're moving to do what? You don't have money? Like, and you're just like, ooh, buzzkill. You can't meet me where I'm at because you're looking at life from the straight path of society that is like bestowed onto you. And I'm thinking differently. I want to live life on my terms. So that was that. That was Puerto Rico. And it was hard. In the beginning, it was really hard. Oh, you know, I know. It was so hard. But in, I feel like, you know, in these tribulations, in those times, that's when we built our muscle. That's when we learned our strengths. That's when we built our communities. We really find out, you know, what we can do because we, it's not like we've always had the easiest life, but I feel like growing up in the States, we have some things that we can work around, you know, but when you really leave everything and you are literally your own you know, alone in a different country and trying to find your way, trying to learn a new language, trying to really shed, like we said, shedding all these, the skin that we've just built up all over the years. It's just like, okay, wait, what do I do now? Or when you overcome something, you're like, well, damn, I didn't know I can do that. All right, I think I can thug it a little bit more. And you push yourself to literally keep getting out of your comfort zone to get better and grow. But, you know, sometimes we're so conditioned to like not leave that comfort zone. And if it wasn't for me coming to Puerto Rico, I would have never realized that there's many ways to get to our goals, you know, because I was literally that all one way type of girl. And so now you just realize all of our talents, all of our abilities, and you realize how people literally, you know, we say finesse, but we're just really embracing our gifts and like aligning Absolutely. ourselves, you know? Absolutely. And walking in your purpose. But the one thing that I really want to say, because it's really annoying when I hear people talking about, oh, I would... I'm walking in my purpose. Everything is open. But what if the fuck if you don't even know what your purpose is? Because I can't necessarily even say what my purpose is. But what I can say is that I feel something unshakable inside me when I'm supposed to make a decision. And I trust and believe that, that my intuition is my guiding force and that we have, you know, in the, in the spirit of Black Lives Matter and just being in Africa, my ancestors are behind me. And I think that, yes, we write our own, like, fate but in an essence things are written for us already and you can choose to be the magnet that's like moving in that direction that's like okay like you're getting closer to the metal or you can stray further away from yourself and suffer 
And so if I had not been in Puerto Rico, I would not be where I am today. I needed Puerto Rico to build me. And I'm a firm believer that I was Latina in my past life, pero porque mi español soy. I know, that's so- <laughs> It's like, just, it was a stepping stone. And the, the journey doesn't stop. You never know what's next. And people like to lie to you and tell you like, okay, it's gonna feel like this, it's gonna be like this, but we're constantly evolving. Um, and that's what not only my yoga practice taught me, but travel and getting out of the American Western mindset of it has to be this way. It has to look like this. You have to feel like this. With the addiction to, to, uh, to happiness, like it's like we're, we as human beings are, we flow, it's ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. It's natural to go into waves of like, what the fuck am I doing? And I'm doing everything. What's, it's like faith without works is dead. Though we know, we, we know the path has been paved. We know we have our ancestors behind us. We know that we feel these feelings when we do certain things. But it's yeah. definitely the, path, the, the work of being disciplined and being committed to it because it was hard to really get to where I am. And there was many days where I put my burdens down and I took some rest, you know, and I wandered in yeah. different forests. And definitely, like you said, Puerto Rico has definitely been a major building block, especially in my life, to where I am and where I'm going. And so being yeah. able to kind of reflect and realize, but also focus your eye on what are the goals. I think once you do that, that's when your purpose comes in. That's when you're able to realize. And then yeah. you have um, different experiences, different inspirations, you know, you're more guided and directed. And also when we stop performing, like in this age of social media where every single person is performing, if you are in a role, like look at people, actors like Heath Ledger and like these Joker roles, they get so into their role as actors that they lose sense of who they are and delve into the... So, like, it's the same thing in this day and age. It's like everyone wants to look like a Snapchat filter. Everyone wants shit to be like this. But it's just like if you take the risk of just being your own person and deciding to walk in your own purpose, your doors will open. You know, we talk about places, you know, and things that shaped us. But, baby, who has been one of your biggest inspirations in this journey? Maybe I'm narcissistic, but myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, girl. <laughs> uh, like, there's been no one that I'm like, I was like, ooh, I want to do that. I did it because I wanted to do it. But I think that cities are like people. So different cities have brought different things out of me. Like... Puerto Rico bought the sexiness, the like, you remember the Mominazzi that was going to La Factoria every night in La Cubanita drinking whiskey straight, like dancing salsa. Like it brought like the bougie, like art gallery kind of store. Like it was just, <laughs> it was such a moment. And it inspired me to live more free. So like different places evoke different aspects that were already inside of me. And then I looked and I'd be like, whoa, who is she? And I would kind of move off that energy, which let me to believe and let me go and allowed me to let go of my limiting beliefs regarding money. And so that inspired me. I inspired myself because I changed. And I didn't inspire myself, but the city inspired me. So it was never like, it was a person I met that was like X, Y, and Z. Like I watched the Latina women, the way their hips moved, the way people were always beautiful. Like everyone always was done up. And it inspired me to be my best, most beautiful self. Then I went to New York City 
and I still had that slow gait from Puerto Rico. And then I woke up and it was like, no, 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 you need to move fast. People move faster, people get things done. People like can be very transactional. So it allowed me to look and be like, all right, so now how do I build up walls to protect myself energetically? So like each city inspired me because, and it almost was like picking up like breadcrumbs on the way and I changed and I, I kept moving. So to answer your question in short, no one inspired me, cities inspired me, and I inspired my motherfucking self. Say that, say that, say that. What's the most valuable lesson that you learned in your travels in your different cities? So many, but one that just popped into my mind was, um, I'm a Vipassana meditator, so I'm like, I've done like multiple Vipassanas, which is basically just the art of observing the sensations that are on the body and sitting without moving and observing like your breath and for hours at a time. So sometimes a Vipassana retreat is like 10 days, no speaking, no eye contact, no reading, no phones, no nothing. You're just with yourself. And um, we have these discourses at night with the guru, SN Goinka. And I remember he told this story about neems versus mangoes, like neem trees versus mango trees. And um, he was basically saying that we all have these rites and rituals, especially in India, it was like correlating to like Hindi culture. And you, you're using your mala beads and 108 times you're saying, Lord God, like, please give me mangoes, please give me mangoes, please give me mangoes, like praying for mangoes, praying for mangoes, having planted neem seeds. So it's like, my, I'm not gonna go into the full story, but the, the lesson I got from that is oftentimes we plant these bitter seeds and expects like juicy mangoes to flow. Like we, 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 there's faith, right? Like there's God and there's prayer and there's manifestations, but we reap what we sow. So the biggest lesson that I've learned on my travels is that you can't escape yourself. You can't escape what you put out into the world because you're going to get it right back to you. And also not praying for things, but not putting in, praying for things without putting in the works. Like you have to put in the work. You have to plant the seeds. If you want mangoes to ripe, to, to blossom, you need to put in your mango seeds. And those are just like the simple laws of nature. Like there are laws that the universe abides by. Um, and I've just made that into every aspect of myself. Do I follow it all the time? Absolutely not. I'm talking to a nigga right now who is definitely neem seeds and I'm praying for mangoes. But, you know, we, <laughs> we all make <laughs> And um, we're only human. And I'm sure that many of the people that even listen to this are 20 somethings that are trying to figure it out. And like so many people are trying to pretend like they know it and I don't know shit about shit. And I'm literally just taking it day by day and making mistakes and rocking with it. Well, you're doing a damn good job. So keep do- keep it up, you know, keep living, keep being that light, you know. <laughs> you know. I know that you have a poem you're gonna share from us, share with us today. Come on now, <laughs> come on now. Deserve yourself is what it's called. You're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. You probably spend time calculating the seconds out of the day I dedicated to forming the letters of your name. You probably think you're all I have to say. Assumed I learned to bend my body this way when I met you, but <laughs> I get around to and I know the same tricks that you do. Built walls out of broken smiles like you do. I even mastered your smell. Remembering the look on your face as you walked out of hell, you never did have wings. 
I never could find conviction in the lies you sing. You were always off key. A watercolor memory tossed in the sea. A declaration of love that was just too brief. Digging a hole that was far too deep. This poem isn't for you. It's for me. For the nights I went without sleep. For the glasses I broke at the sounds of your feet. For every stutter. For the seconds my heart stopped beating when I catch a whiff of that perfume you were on holidays. For the years I'll spend catching up to what I'd let you take for all the mistakes. This poem is for old birds with new flights, toasting to a new outlook on life. If you walk through hell, there must be heaven, right? Mm, I'm over here like, yes, say <laughs> that. <laughs> I Thanks, love that. Man. That was perfect. That like literally captured everything that I feel like we discussed today. And I feel like, you know, Mm, I've always loved your writing. Life is a wild place. It is, but the beautiful right. thing that, that comes out of, you had to go through something to be able to write that poem. You know what I'm saying? You had to learn to find your angles, your beauty, what works for your body, what different techniques you need to be able to help your breathing, to help your balance, to help you meditate. Like I feel like we had to really learn how to balance all of the good and the not good, you know, that comes yeah. into our life. All the blessing, mm-hmm. right? Yes, ma'am. How are you on your way? I think the way that I'm on my way is from realizing that there's no destination. It's the journey that counts. And every step I've taken, I've arrived. I'm, I'm in where I need to be right now. That's how I'm on my way. <laughs> that is the most beautiful way. I love it. Tell the people where can they connect with you, follow you on social media. Um, you can follow me on my Medium account, at Mominatu. You can follow me on Instagram, at Mominatu, at M-O-M-I-N-A-T-U. Um, if you liked this, feel free to like send me a DM or give me a like or follow on uh, Instagram or Medium. I'd love to hear from you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story and motivating us, you know, to align ourselves, to get going and do the work. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to Mommy Not Too Story. I hope in some way she has inspired you to get up, step out, and change. You know what I'm saying? Be the change that you seek in your life. Until next time, this is Isette Cosette. Y'all be blessed.